Hey, sci-fi fans. This is Sean Ashmore from the X-Men films. You may know me as Bobby Drake, and you're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. This episode brought to you by Michael Crate and James Husband. Special love goes out to Lee Kemp, who manages our Facebook page. If you like what you're hearing here on the Sci-Fi Diner, feel free to leave us a tip at patreon.com backslash sci-fi, spelled the right way. And by Audible. Get a free audiobook when you sign up today. Audibletrial.com backslash sci-fi diner. Engage. Science fiction is an existential metaphor. It allows us to tell stories about the human condition. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, where we serve up interviews, news, and our view on the world of science fiction. Come, grab a chair, and enjoy the conversations. I'd say we've got an unexpected guest. Rose, where we're going, we don't need Rose. Yes, who's coming to dinner? Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. Good evening, I'm Miles P. McLaughlin. I'm Chrissy Raffensperger. Yay, and it's great to have Chrissy with us. And uh, M cannot be here, at least right now, because she doesn't have power in her house. Darn the storms. And uh, and David cannot be here because it is a night before school starts, and they are working overtime. He works, Dave Sellers, for those of you who don't know, actually works for the school I teach at. And as Chrissy said, I crashed my room, and he has to stay late. So Yep, it's, it's got stuff. It's all my fault. All my fault. Mm-hmm. Creating work for I, I don't. Always oh, happy for the overtime. Don't even, don't even go there. Oh, I see how it is. Yeah, he just. Yeah, we miss you, Dave. Yeah, uh, some of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do miss you, Dave. So, all right. So uh, let's talk here. So tonight, uh, the show really is going to be about we're looking at TV shows that are coming down the pike for this upcoming season of the fall, the upcoming fall season. So some of them might actually have come out by the time this comes out. Uh, but a lot of these are up and coming. We're going to talk about, are we excited about them? We'll play some trailers and, uh, and then we'll just, we'll just kind of talk. And there's a few pieces of other news we'll throw in there as well. And then as a separate ep- episode, we'll be sharing an Anson Mount interview that will drop probably after I put this out. Cool. So, so that's kind of at least the uh, ratings of it, or at least where we're headed. Is that basically it, Miles? Is that right? Yep, that's the menu. That's the menu. Mm-hmm. But first, we got to catch up. What's going on in our sci-fi world? So, uh, who do you want to? Who do you want to start, Miles? Uh, ladies first. Ladies first. So, Chrissy, it's up to you. All right. Well, I recently watched all of Umbrella Academy, all well, the first season. So, which. I'll I'll give it a solid like B minus in terms of everything. What I what I really loved about it was kind of the conclusion of what would happen to kids if they were superheroes as children and how that would affect their psychological development. So from that kind of standpoint, I really, really liked it. Um I really liked some of the character development. The plot I felt was a little bit predictable, but I mean, it was it was pretty enjoyable. So I I would watch season two, although if they never came out with one, I would also probably be okay. But that's more because I have uh, accepted ambiguous endings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fox has ruined you. I get it. Yes, Fox and also certain authors who will not be named who have yet to finish their series. 
George R. R. Martin. <laughs> no. Some other ones who will not be named. I'm glaring at them. Patrick you know Ross. Patrick Rosses. <laughs> who else yeah. didn't finish your series? Melanie. Yet? Melanie. Yeah. <laughs> you know who you are. Finish them. Finish them. Da, 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 da. Okay, very good. And uh, excited for anything else? Or um... I'm I'm actually pretty excited for the Dark Crystal. So I think that maybe when it comes out, we should like. Have we ever reviewed the Dark Crystal, like the original? We never. We have never done the original. No, we've never reviewed Dark Crystal. You no. know, and when the series come out, maybe we should take that on. Yeah, watch the original and then watch the uh, sequel. Um, I'd be open to that. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd mm-hmm. be fun. That'd be funny. I think we, yeah. I think we should. Yeah, that'd mm-hmm. be cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, that 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 is uh, that is cool. Do you know when the Dark Crystal's coming out? Uh, it's somewhere in our show notes, and we're getting to it. I think. I think. Mm-hmm. I think August thirtieth. Okay, so like next week. Yeah. Pr- yeah. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. Very cool. Well, uh, Miles, how about you? What's going on in your sci-fi world? So a lot of shows are on hiatus. So. Thank God for Netflix. They have two seasons of Outlander. I'm into season two of Outlander right now. Uh, watching Krypton on the Sci-Fi Channel. I just found out it's not going to get a third season. Uh, also, are you okay with that? Yeah, I am. It's an it's it's an okay show, but it's not. Yeah, I'm not shedding any tears that it's not um, coming back. It's a it's one of those hard shows to do. It's a very ambitious show, but it's a prequel. You know, it's about Superman's home planet of Krypton, his, you know, his, you know, his grandfather and what he's doing and stuff. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of action. There's a lot going on, but it's, it, it's very hard to make a prequel work sometimes. And I think in this situation that w- that's where they, they were. Uh, watch it, the, that doesn't give me hope. The Lord of the Rings series that Amazon's coming out with. That's a prequel series. Well, you, well, you should give it a chance at least. And I probably will. Mm-hmm. Um, watch. I won't. You won't. <laughs> She's like, I won't. I'm not, not a chance. That's not gonna give they up. They ruined the Hobbit films. I'm done. No, I'm, I was just joking. I've actually probably have to hand him a geek card here, but I have never finished watching the Hobbit films. Well, why Shut would you? The they front were kind door. of trash. Shut the front door. I'll go in by the back door. The, uh, the, you know what it is, is I, I want to, and I'm, I don't, I, I'm not sure that I've watched a complete Hobbit film. I watched all the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and I watched that multiple times. Mm-hmm. But the Hobbit films, I just didn't. And I really should. Yeah. I really no, no, it, it's okay. Just leave them good in your imagination. <laughs> well, then all like, I have is the animated series, and that was that was like a drugs in the 70s. Well, if you're... I, I mean, mean I'll take drugs in the 70s over what we got. <laughs> oh, Wi-Fi Diner does not endorse drugs. You're right. <laughs> I, I said I would take over that. Not that I'm endorsing. <laughs> Do not take anything that is not prescribed by an actual doctor. Or psychiatrist. Anyways, go ahead. Yes. Uh, you had more, you had yes. more to say. Um, I watched the uh, classic uh, vampire movie, uh, Lost Boys, uh, with um, Kiefer Sutherland, um, Jason Patrick and um, both the Corys. I only remember Cor- all, I, the only Corey f- f- I remember is Corey Feldman. I forget the other Corey's last name, but it was silly. It was cheesy, but it was great. I enjoy. It was 
it, 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 so, it, it was fun. So would you recommend this to a person who has undergone lots of stress and just wants to like chill out and laugh a little bit? Oh, definitely. All right. Well, then I will put this on my list. Mm-hmm. Put it on your watch, watch list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't yes. have to think too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there's something to be said for a film or a book where it's just a bubble gum for the mind and you just kind of watch it just to enjoy. Not everything needs to be a Shakespearean play. What I'd be curious is asking somebody if they watched Lost Boys and if they had watched any of the um, Twilight movies, how they would compare the two. No, that would be true. <laughs> I've never watched. I watched clips of Twilight movies. I never watched Twilight. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll maybe I'll make that like an assignment for some time. I'll watch them and compare. Then I'll bring up my report back to you guys. Take one for there the team. Go. I mean. I might play a drinking game while I'm watching what <laughs> yeah. the entire game. <laughs> like, for every time he sparkles or do something stupid. Right, sparkly vampires. You could be drinking sparkly. a lot then. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah she won't make it out of the first half an hour. No, she'll vampires. pass out in that fr- yes. half hour. It's like watching J.J. Abrams' first uh, Star Trek with Lens Flare. Every time it's a Lens Flare, take a swig. Again, you know, I wonder would- if M would watch that with me. Oh, she might. Do some girl. Come girl bonding with sparkling, and we'll do shots the whole time with sparkling. That might be good. <laughs> the, the podcast will be very interesting toward the end. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, we'll take turns to, to, to pace it. Uh, anyways, go on, Miles. Uh, la- last thing I'm watching, uh, we're, we're going to be doing a um, Sarah, Terminator Sarah Connor. Sarah, now I'm having a hard time saying it. Sarah Connor Chronicles. M's rubbing off in you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose so. It's, it's also hard to say fast, but um, I have I have season one of of the on DVD, and so there's some good extras on there, and so I'll be watching some of that as far as just doing a little research from when we uh, review the the pilot episode of uh, of that. And I'm still reading uh, the the Star Trek novel, um, uh, the Enterprise War by uh, John Jackson Miller. Awesome, and you're enjoying it. I am. Oh, I forgot. Uh, we I rewatched Shazam. I was visiting some friends. We watched Shazam. Chrissy, they really had to twist your arm to see it again, did they? It was very painful. I sure. <laughs> actually, I, I I think Shazam is a, is a great movie. Um, I, Christy, I, from, with your background, I'd be I'd be interested in you know what you if, if you ever decided to go see it, what you you th- thought of it from a psychological I, viewpoint. Yeah. I have heard some good things about it, so I kind of do want to go and see it, mm-hmm. um, or at least it's available on rental now. I was, it's probably going to be available on streaming soon. Yeah, that's probably what I was going to do is, is stream it. Mm-hmm. Very cool, very cool. Well, in my sci-fi world, I'm still working my way through Good Omens. I know many people power watch this, but for me, I might be able to watch an episode or two a week. So I'm almost through the series because there's only like six or eight episodes or something like that. And I'm really enjoying Tennant's performance. And even the uh, Martin Sheen, I think, is the other guy. And his performance is incredible. So uh, I am enjoying that. Um, been watching One Punch Man. It's an anime with Kiefer. And so we've been, we've been into that uh, a little bit. Uh, have continued to work my way through Expeditionary Force. I mentioned that to M in the last show. Uh, I'm on the third book, Paradise, by Craig Allison. I finished that, and I'm now rereading Babylon's Ashes by James S. A. Corey, book six in the Expanse, and um, I'm rereading that because I do a show with uh, David Moulton, Jim Arrowood, a listener of the show, and uh, we talk about these on a podcast that we do called 
the orbital sword. So, uh, so I'm reading kind of in prep for that for next week. And then another movie that I've always wanted to watch and never watched was Tomorrowland. Okay. So, uh, that was one with George Clooney and it did not do well at the box office, but I saw it and convinced Kiefer to watch it. And he said it was one of his best movies. Oh, so, you know, it's hard when you build a movie off of a ride. Yeah. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean kind of being the exception. Um, but typically, typically say that. Yeah. Typically ride movies don't do well. And Tomorrowland was no exception, yeah. but it was fun mm-hmm. and thought provoking and spoke about creativity and dreams and being just in kind of being, having being dissuaded from your dreams. I, I, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to read it as one of my best movies of all time, but it was fun to watch and rent. Yeah. So, good. Those were my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that was that, that. Seems to be what's going on in our sci-fi world, and uh, it's kind of where we're at. Yep. All right. And uh, so now we're going to be talking about fall TV shows that are new and returning. And why don't we just uh, go down through and uh, we'll just uh, we'll do each each one will take the next one in the series. All right. And uh, do you want to start with Carnival Row, and we'll let Chrissy take the uh, Dark Crystal one? Sure. So this is an Amazon series. If you watch the first one, you like it, you'll be able to binge watch it. But uh, Orlando Bloom, uh, that name sound, should sound very familiar. And uh, I don't know. That it- you have my bow. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm going to try. I'm, I'm probably not going to pronounce her, her last name correct, but I'm going to try. Cara... Uh, Delvine, I. If Chrissy Scott, if, no, I'm I'm bad with that name. Okay, <laughs> so I'll, I'll let I'll let you stumble over and get the hate. Right. Yeah, I'll get the I'll take the hate for that it. one. So they star in this series about a city with humans and mythological creatures who are immigrants with limited rights. Yeah. Well, do we should we watch the uh, trailer here? Let's. I'll, I'll play the trailer and then we can talk a little bit more about this. There is a rift in the city. Time is running out. Something inhuman approaches. We must all come together. So this is a new series coming out, right? Yes. Uh, So next week we have it. And uh, based on the trailer, what do you guys think of this? I'm definitely interested. I, I, I may give probably give the the first episode a, a watch at least. Yeah, I'm gonna say that I've seen a different trailer um, than the one that we just watched, and I think that the other trailer probably piqued my interest a little bit more than this one in particular. What did that? What did that trailer have in it? Um, that gave a little bit more background about the world. So kind of set it up so that you're already introduced. So I'm not spoiling anything, anyone. Um, it's already set up so that you know that the fairies, the fae, um, people were kind of in a separate area. And then there's obviously an invasion and there's kind of, of humans and it kind of like displaced them. And now they are a subclass of citizens in the place that they're living. 
So they um, are the servants, the prostitutes, the garbage collectors. So, you know, it already kind of sets up that there's a bit of a caste system going on between the humans and the fae. Um, and uh, from what I saw, the humans have kind of made up for their lack of magic with technological advances. Um, and you kind of get the story set up already that there was this romance going on between, I'm guessing, the two leads. Um, and they, in the course of the battle, um, I'm guessing, because it says that they took him from her, and it kind of implies that she thinks he's dead, but then you see other parts of the trailer where maybe that's not the case. So I don't know whether that meant like, like took him and she thinks he's dead or took him as in like ended up capturing him and like taking him somewhere for a while. So that's kind of what the other trailer showed a little bit more of. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's hard to know from trailers how the story will actually play out, how well it's written, but uh, it piques my interest. Mm-hmm. And this is Amazon Prime, yeah. right, that it comes out on? Yes. So after yeah. Good Omens, I'll have I to just, watch this. Something else. Yeah, I just hope that they're, like, clever and sophisticated with the whole cast system, and it's not just the usual sci-fi fantasy thing that we typically see and right. it's just like a different flavor of the month for it right right like mutants being suppressed or something like that yeah Definitely. right it's it's like this it's like okay okay that's nice we're done with that yeah. well, like it, it definitely has a social commentary vibe but i, I get hopefully with the, especially with immigration and some of that stuff that's happened at least that was what right implied so i'm them. i'm i'm really like hopeful that it presents like a sophisticated conversation about it instead of the very simplistic conversation that we typically get because we've had the simplistic conversation and i feel like our political climate really calls for a sophisticated argument right if we're gonna really if we're if because one of the things i really like about science fiction and fantasy is their especially in science fiction it's exploration of society and it's commentary on it. And I feel that right now, because everything is so polarized, we really need those sophisticated conversations to almost remind us, hey, this is how you're supposed to be having these conversations. Right. So do me right, Amazon, and show and me some sophistication in your arguments. Make us proud. So. If not, I'll be very sad. Yeah. Well, very good, very good. Well, do you want to take us into the uh, next one, introduce it, and then I'll play the link that you have in is to the uh, trailer, right? Yes. Okay. So go ahead. Tell us about the next one. All right. So the next show we're going to be kind of looking at is Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. So light the fires of the resistance. Join Deet, Ryan, and Brea, or Bree, Brea, on an epic quest to find hope in darkness, save Thra, and reveal their destiny. Nothing will ever be the same. It's a Netflix original series from the Jim Henson Company and visionary director Louis. Oh, goodness gracious. He gave me a French <laughs> name. Um, Louis Leterrier? Yeah, there Terrier? we go. Our pronunciation is going to be terrible. Terrier. 
is Louis Leterrier. Yeah. Little dog. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. We're just a bunch of silly <laughs> Americans. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I really, really apologize. Yeah. Watch, we're going to like an interview and he'll be like, you can't even say my name. Go away. Um, yeah. The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance premieres August 30th. Yeah. So here we'll play the trailer and let's talk about uh, our hopes, our expectations for it. Are we looking forward to it? And so on. Throb. At its center. The crystal of truth. The source of all life. The Skeksis have corrupted it. And now our world is at risk from the darkening. What is the darkening? Skeksis ever told us was a lie. And now everyone and everything is at risk. Join me! So we may finally unite as one against our true foe, the Skeksis. We are eternal! Our resistance is forming. again no it will be better so what'd you guys think i saw the the movie when it came out and you know it was a masterpiece i mean it was all puppetry Right. And so for a time, it was, you know, it was a trailblazer as far as just doing all these things with puppetry. Um, this wasn't really on my radar, but now that I've seen the trailer, maybe I'll get, check it out. Yeah. Well, and I just looked it up, like, because I was like, this does not look like it's CGI. And sure enough, it says that it did not use any CGI and that they actually use the same technology used by Henson in order to replicate the original film's aesthetic, which is what I was thinking. I was like, man, this is pretty close to the original aesthetic. Like now to say I, that to say they didn't use CGI, I'm assuming you're meaning with the puppets. Because there's obviously some CGI with what they're doing with the light and stuff like that around. Is that correct? Or am I wrong about that? Um according to this, 
the the what's more the brand new series will completely avoid the UGI hearing and identically to the production style of Henson's oh, wow. original movie. Now that may have changed because I was like, this looks really like I was having a hard time telling whether or not it was CGI or not. Right. You know, and, and I think one of the things, so we, Kiefer and I watched just, or we watched most of it, I think, I'm not sure if we ever finished it, um, a couple months ago. And now when you watch it, it has a certain sense of camp to it. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't cut, yeah. like it doesn't hold up well under time. But when I'm watching this, this seems to be, I think the technology, regardless of whether they're using pumps, the technology is advanced in such a way that they're able to, make it look a bit sharper than the original regardless. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's, I think is what I was noticing that made me think that like, wait, is this CGI? And then I was like, but this CGI is really good at mimicking what they did back then. And so I was like, so they did say that like it's using his techniques, but I was looking a little bit closer at this. They are using modern editing techniques. Okay. So like they're, they're able to more better edit out the puppeteers. So like they're able to clean up what's there much better. Right. I think that's where the one seemed a little bit like more campy, not quite the same, but it still did a really good job. And I think that's what struck me the most is that visually it looked very, very similar. And that's what makes me the most excited about it is because if they cared enough, to make sure that the visuals were correct, then I'm hoping that means that they care enough to make the story itself. Right. You know, the same style that we fell in love with to begin with. Right. Well, we'll, we'll see the, the voice talent's pretty incredible. They have, uh, they have Lena Headley, um, who I guess we're going to be talking about in Terminator yeah. mm-hmm. in the next week, in the next two weeks, we talk about uh, Sigourney Weaver, Benedict Wong, uh, Hannah, K- uh, John Kamen, and uh, Aquafina. Uh, Aquafina. I, I'm not sure I'm saying her name right, but but there's a lot. We're, of, we're terrible with this. Yeah, this is a. It is not our night for names. Just be done. We're getting some hard names. Yeah, tonight. but yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and I'm reading the same thing, uh, Chrissy. They're saying you know. Dependent puppetry, but not CGI. And what that implies to me is not CGI for the puppetry, but like the lights around the crystal and other effects they might be able to do. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll That's see. not what I'm seeing. The To maintain the look and feel of Henson's film, the series will be shot in VistaVision, the same oh. format as in the original film. Oh, good. Well, hey, we'll find out. We'll find out. We we'll, will find out. We will so find out. We will let you know here in the diner. We'll figure this out. So, and and if they are able to do it without CGI, well, then all of you people are able to see that CGI is not always the answer. That's right. So stop being lazy and do, do it work. right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on <laughs> to the next to one that's coming up. Next one that we have on our list is coming out September 17th. And this is another Amazon. Uh, so I noticed that we have Netflix and Amazon, none of our network television so far. Uh, but Amazon's putting out a series called Undone, and it is an animated series from the creators of BoJack Horseman, who I never watched, uh, follows Alma, a woman recovering from a car accident who discovers she can manipulate time. And let me, thus, we're going to play the trailer for it 
And I'm going to tell you why I personally am excited about this one. I'm so bored of living. I wake up every morning in the same bed, I get dressed, and I eat the same breakfast and then take the same commute to work. I'm 28 years old and I'm terrified this is all there is. Is this a dream? Well, partly. I know two weeks is a long time for me to be away. If you're feeling weird about anything, just come talk to me and we'll figure it out. You don't need to worry about me because I'm pretty much okay. Pretty much. You're fine, right? I just feel like everyone's messing with me. You're acting even stranger than usual. You usually act even stranger than usual. But since the accident, you have been acting more even stranger than usual than usual. I'm seeing my dead father. I wasn't in an accident. I was killed. And he's training me to travel in time. With your ability, we can change what happened. So I can save him from being murdered. Uh, you're pushing yourself too hard. What are you doing to me? I can't do this. I can't keep ending up places. No. Seeing stuff and missing things. It's all about your emotions. You need to feel them without letting them become you. How do I do that? Just... Deep breaths. Hey, baby cakes. Streams of lifetimes of suffering are carried through your mind and body. Even the good feelings. You have to let go of those, too. They can't be who you are if you want to be free. Of course. The only one in my family who believes in me is the dead one. For now. So, you and you are not Miles. I know you especially enjoy a good travel series. So this has to be on your radar at least to some degree. Um, this reminds me a little bit of the butterfly effect—the ability to go back, manipulate time, and change things. Um, but I have to think, looking at this movie, I was thinking of you, Chrissy. That from a psychological perspective, the things you want to change, what that says about you as a person. So, I know it'd be interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what this one does. But yeah, I mean, because of course, you are who you are because of your experiences and the choices that you've made. Right. So, and I mean, like, and sometimes as I've explained. You think that you would change one thing, but then, as it said in the trailer, like you have to also let go of all these good things that came of it too. Right. So there's there's a lot of so I like that they've already kind of looked at that as a possibility. You know, and I tell people when they're sitting and they're regretting, you know, oh, I should have never you know, done this or stay with so-and-so. And I'm like, well, I mean, you don't know if you would be worse off having not done what you did. I mean, you think that it would have ended up a certain way, but you don't really know what would have happened had you not done something that you regret doing. For all you know, this was the best possible outcome. Right. And that far worse things would have happened. 
So see already we're getting a psychological perspective of a show that we haven't even watched yet. I know. So, that's how deep this is. That's how deep this is. Yeah. Well, we'll have to watch this and then uh, give you our thoughts on it when we when it comes out. This one's coming out when the thirteenth. Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And and this is an ad. It's it's very stylistic animation. Right, right. It's not live action. So, but it almost. But it's almost like they've taken the characters, the people that are playing them, and have modeled the animation after them. Because mm-hmm. if you look at their pictures, they do look a little bit like the characters. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But that doesn't take away from me. I think it looks like it's going to be an interesting show. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Miles, why don't you bring us into the next one here? So September 18th on uh, FX, American Horror Story, 1984. I don't know if this is a spinoff or if this is um, continuing with, with, with what they've been doing before. But it, if anybody's watching American Horror Story, it comes back uh, September 18th on FX. And have you, have you uh, watched any of the other ones? No. No, I have not. It's not really my, uh, not really my thing. Yeah, so this is season nine of the series. Mm-hmm. So the series obviously has done well enough. And I know people that watch it, but again, I tend to not gravitate toward horror. So this tends to not be on my radar. But I do yeah. know it must be doing well for FX. They haven't canceled it after half a season, Miles. I know. <laughs> I know. So amazing. It, it, yeah. it must be doing great for them. Must be. Mm-hmm. It must be. Uh, Chrissy, why don't you bring us into the next one here? So September 26th is Young Sheldon on CBS, Thursdays at 8. And this is the second so, season, right? I believe so. Did you um, did you watch the first season or any of you watch any of the first season? Of- no, I didn't watch it. I, I like, I've seen like some clips here and there and like it looks, I mean, fairly amusing. Um, yeah, wait, and I think that if you're a Big Bang Theory fan... Maybe uh, a little bit more so, but I never got into the Big Bang Theory. I know you watched that a bit more, Miles. I, I watched, I, yeah, I watched it up to the, the last two seasons. Um, okay, so I, so yeah, this 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 was not really on my radar. I mean, yeah, like, like Chrissy, I've seen a few clips and it looks like it. It looks funny. It's just I, I'm watch. I got enough shows. I'm already they're on my radar. So. Yeah. yeah, I watched Big Bang Theory for like the first couple seasons, and then it just kind of, I don't know, degenerated into something that I wasn't really enjoying mm-hmm. as much. So I feel like the clips that I've seen are a bit more, um, like, older, like, new, like the older seasons of Big Bang. Um, although I do think, like, it's kind of hard sometimes to do character developments with characters that start off so undeveloped in a thing that you've seen later. Yeah. So Sheldon was a very, very undeveloped character, like in terms of his actual character um, in, in big bang and you really got to see him develop over the years. And now basically you just get to have a younger version of the like season one or two Sheldon. So I'm not really sure where that's going to go. Right. Or how it's going to play out. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we'll see. We'll see, I guess. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, is it me next? Batwoman. Uh, Ruby Rose reprises the role as Kate Kane. Now, is this the second season of it? No, this is this is this, this series is the first, premiere. First yeah. season. Was she Batwoman in like uh, um, like 
Arrow or yes, she yes. Was. So when they had the last um, uh, crossover uh, series, Elseworlds, uh, that, that, that that's when we got introduced to the Batwoman character. Uh, she was in same universe that Arrow and and Flash were in. Right. It, they did kind of explore little going to different Earths uh, in Elseworlds. Yeah. Now. Have we seen Batwoman ever? I would assume. On a small screen. Yes. There was a Batman animated movie called uh, Batman. Well, so in the animated, I, yes, I know that. But as far as live action. No, this, is, this, this is will firm. be a first foray. And uh, when we watched the trailer for it, you were unimpressed. Is that correct? I'm sure it's going to be produced and acted real well, but... Uh, and, and, I, and I'm not – I'm definitely not opposed to watching shows that kind of want to make a political statement. But this – the thing with Batwoman for me, it's just – it's it's way too bonk, bonk on the head. There's just – So it's too obvious. It's it's way too obvious. And I, I think that – you know, if – I like it when it's maybe a little more clever, maybe a little more subtle. Th- 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 this is not at all. And – um yeah. Did you see the episode that she did that was a crossover episode? I did. She, I mean, she was more of a supporting character right. in that. So it's hard to tell from the trailer how it'll be. Maybe, maybe it'll play out differently. But um, well, I, there, there's longer trailers out there. I've I've seen probably most of them. So it, it's just it's it's it's. I I think it, it it's to it, it's taking the the political you know. Little too too much that that it, it distracts from the enjoyment of it, right? For me, right. it does. Oh well, here we go. Any any thoughts on this, Chrissy? I'm with Miles on, um, you know, if you're going to make political statements, kind of like what I was just saying with um, Carnival Row, that like you know, if you're going to make a political statement, let's let's do it right and not just like bonk you on the head with it because. We, we've been bonked in the head before. Yes. And honestly, I feel that when a show becomes more, a show or a movie becomes more about the political than the actual telling of a good story, you end up with kind of a crap show or movie. Like you just do. Right. Like, honestly, well, if, if I, I want to know about a political thing going on, I'll go watch a documentary on it. Like, seriously. Right. right. And, and, you know, there's a, there's a way, uh, some of the best shows really make the readers uh, work for you know, work for that. They see them like, oh, I draw these parallels. And they don't overtly tell us, but they make us work for it and make us consider. Well, know? it's what we used to talk yeah. about years ago. We watched Battlestar Galactica. It, it, it was a great show when it it made you think, but it didn't tell you what to think. Right, right, absolutely. And, and right. Batwoman definitely tells you what to think. Right, and that's true. That's true. Well, tell yeah. us about uh, Supergirl. You, you you were watching Supergirl, right? And uh, yeah. And uh, tell us a little bit about this upcoming season. All I know so far is, I mean, well, we'll see her in the big crossover with Flash and Arrow. She's going to get a new super suit this season, but I, I don't, I don't know where the plot's going to unfold. Okay, there, there isn't a there isn't a solid trailer yet as far as uh, how how what, what this season's going to be like yet. Very good, very good. Um, and did you ever watch Supergirl, Chrissy? Uh, 
think I caught like one or two episodes of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it didn't catch me. So I watched the first episode and that was it. So it didn't catch me. That's all you needed to see. No, no, it, it wasn't that. He, here's the thing. I have, I have a pretty big time poverty when it comes to now sitting and watching a lot of television shows. So I'm very selective in what I watch. Like it's taken me, as I said, weeks to get through Good Omens. And you really um, like that show. And I like that show. And I'm, I'm you know, make time to watch an episode here or half an episode here or whatever I can do to get it. So I don't just, you know, sell my time for any old bitter. So, right. You know, no, it makes perfect yeah, sense. So, it, it has, so. no, it has to be really good for you yeah. to yeah, commit, absolutely. commit to it. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's not a good show and there's certainly people that enjoy it like you. So, mm-hmm. um, well, tell yeah, us about, no, the, I'm. You know, Anyways, Chrissy, go ahead. Next one. Um, so Walking Dead AMC Sundays at nine. Yeah, that's October sixth. So it comes you, out. Hmm. Yep. So if you guys like them zombies, we'll walk the watch <laughs> the Walking Dead. Yeah, I mean, this is its final season, right? I believe. I, I believe so, it's yeah. the final season, mm-hmm. and um, and I believe the comic book series too just ended abruptly recently. So uh, we'll see. As, as this has kind of this series has kind of waned, so I'm surprising it's I might be surprised it's still on. But well, I think the whole they've kind of people have kind of moved past zombies. I mean, they kind of had a resurgence, and so now people are probably moving on to other things like sparkly vampires. No, 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 no. We already dead. did that. <laughs> no, we did that, done that, and yeah. and and he's now our Batman. So you're all just gonna have to get used to it. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, the next show that we have is also a CW show. So we mentioned Batwoman, Supergirl, but also the same night we have Black Lightning, mm-hmm. um, who's going to it same night. I guess it's a week of is what it is because once a Sunday and then Monday and then so on Tuesdays. Uh, but on Monday at nine, the CW we have Black Lightning, a show I have never watched, but Miles, I think you have. I have. I think it's a very well written show. As it. it, it there's a really good, interesting family dynamic going on with the the hero, um, he, he, and he's kind of he, he was divorced from his wife. Now he's reunited. Both of his daughters have superpowers. Uh, just them coping with that. Uh, Robert Greenberger, um, uh, comic book writer, Star Trek novel author, uh, often an MC at the cons we go to. He really likes Black Lightning. All right. So that says something, huh? Yep. I mean, he's played in that. He's played in that cinematic universe for a long time. Right. I mean, I was at a panel where they're talking about uh, CW superhero shows. He's not really. He doesn't care for a lot of the, what, what, what's on now, but he like he really liked Black Lightning. That that that, that, that touched him. So mm-hmm. yep. very good. All right. Uh, next. Next, we have Flash. Uh, it'll be coming coming back uh, third or fourth season. Oh, I think we're. I think we're at like season four five? Or five now. Okay, yeah. all right, right, yeah. So, and you're still enjoying that? Show. I'm still enjoying it. Um, I, I, it's waning a little. I, I could see maybe, maybe a year or two they'll probably maybe wrap things up, but it's great for the crossovers. Uh, <laughs> it's um, you need the flash and the crossovers. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm really. I don't have a date for the. Um, uh, crisis on infinite earths but uh, I, th- I think that's gonna be the fall and so we'll see flash and supergirl and probably batwoman and that and and, and arrow 
Very good. He'll just just, soon every season will just be crossover episodes. Right, right. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that, those are the most interesting. That's what fans want to see. Yep, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Give the people what they want. That's (laughs) right. That's right. October 9th, what are we coming out, Chrissy? Uh, Riverdale on the CW, Wednesdays at 8. All these CW shows. They put out a lot of good science fiction, huh? Uh, Riverdale, this is the one based on, uh, the Arch- Archie, the Archie yep. comics, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Updated mm-hmm. with a twist. Which I remember reading as a child. Uh, I remember them. reading them too, Chrissy, as a child. I read them as a child also, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But have you watched Riverdale? I, no, I haven't. Have you, Chrissy? I, no, no. It's, it's one of those things where the comics haven't stuck out in my mind as some turn to necessarily. Right, so. right. So I, why watch the show, right? Um, well, on the CW as well, yeah, yeah. On the CW as well, October 10th, we have Supernatural coming back for its 15th and final season. Do you hear that, Miles? 15, 15 seasons of Supernatural. I thought they would just keep the show going. (laughs) (laughs) And we've interviewed many people that have been on there. Probably one of the most notable for me was Christopher Heyerdahl. Yeah. And Amanda Um, Tapping. Amanda Tapping was on it. Mm -hmm. And, uh. In fact, I had someone ask me about one of my students, or one of my student teachers said, you interviewed her from Supernatural? I'm like, well, actually, I interviewed her from Stargate, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, this show has quite the following. Like, you run into Supernatural fans, they are diehards. And um, I watched the first season. My daughter's watched the first six or seven seasons, so she's much more of a diehard than I am, but she really enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. I remember at a con a few years back, this is when they were getting ready to do season eight, and, and the title of the, the panel was, Is is, is Eight Enough? So, yeah, okay, you know, well, apparently seven, not. Seven, more, seven the later. The answer was no. no. Yeah, not yeah. even close. <laughs> now, Miles, I have a question. Did you just pick out CW shows for this list? Because our next one is a CW show. Not on purpose. <laughs> it, it just... That's just when a lot of them were premiering at the time. Okay, go ahead, Miles. Uh, so uh, it was just... There's an article from USA Today about all the fall TV shows. I just took the, all, all the sci-fi related shows out of there. So just the CDW seems to have a, a small monopoly on a lot of the sci-fi comic book uh, type shows. But as far as uh, that goes, um, Arrow comes back October 15th. The eighth and final season for the CDW comic books book uh, hit, hit uh, and uh, stars uh, Stephen Amell as a billionaire vigilante Oliver Queen. Right. And so have you kept up with the show? I have not. I stopped watching it a, a few seasons back. I may consider watching the last one just because it's the last one. Um, it, I, I don't know. I just, it just I, I don't know why I didn't enjoy it as much as I used to, but I wasn't. And I, I felt like I was forcing myself to watch it. And so that's when I, I stopped, hmm. which is too bad because I thought the first first few seasons were fantastic. And I stand by that, but just, you know, at that time it was, it, it lost me though. You know what? Life is too short to be wasting it on things you don't like. So if you don't like it, just turn it off, go find a thing that you do like. And whatever you like, you go do you. Okay. There you go. There I'll, you I'll go. do me. There you go. That's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, um, <coughs> no comment. All right. Uh, November 12th. No, I meant you know it. <laughs> uh, November 12th. Go ahead, Chrissy. Um, number 12, The Mandalorian 
on Disney Plus. So the Star Wars show, which tells the story of a gunfighter in the outer galaxy, is one of the highly anticipated original series from Disney's new streaming service. Right. So yeah. if you want to watch Disney murder another beloved Star Wars thing, go ahead and watch it. <laughs> Kirstie has no opinion about this, by the way. She just, you know. We wish we could commit to something. I know. <laughs> I don't know. After I tell everyone to like, go do yourself. Go like what you like. Watch what you like. Don't care what other people yeah. Yeah. You want to go watch Disney murder another. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. So I saw the trailer for this. It looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Um be better if it was Boba Fett they were doing this with, but yeah. uh, it's the Mandalorians. No, are... no, let them murder some anonymous beloved character. <laughs> oh, they're going to do that with Kenobi because we had rumors of a Kenobi series coming out. Even McGregor has signed on to play Kenobi. You, again. you bastards, leave. So then Kenobi alone. <laughs> <laughs> you also leave my Boba Fett alone. Uh, or screwed over my Luke Skywalker, my Han Solo. No. Uh, so what? What she's what Chrissy's really saying is she's really looking forward to December mm-hmm. to seeing the rise of Skywalker. Well, of course, we're, yeah. yeah. We're, we're just pretending that never is happening. That Chrissy, Miles, and I are going to go see that movie together. That should be a good time. <laughs> it should be a great time. Mm-hmm. They'll like drag me kicking and screaming. Yeah, we will. We will indeed. You need to do your journalistic duty and, yes, and see it. Yeah, we need our psychoanalyst I, Kylo I Ren. I've actually seriously been like. Fighting on myself, like, no, I really need to go see it so I can talk about it on the podcast. Or I really don't want to <laughs> take one for so, the like, team. <laughs> so. Can someone like just sneak me into the movie theater so I don't have to give them my money? <laughs> <laughs> give the movie theater the money. I just want to give Disney the money. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, I'm okay with supporting my local economy. That's fine. Like, uh, I want just them. I don't want to give it to. <laughs> well, wow. there, there's still money in the cash cow known as Star Wars. There so. is. Although I saw reports, there's, there were a lot of stories coming back, uh, out that there is a, that the younger generation is not latching on to Star Wars mm-hmm. quite oh, as much. Well, so. why is that? Um, it's because we don't have any Disney princesses in Star Wars yet. They're working on that. See, that's you know, <laughs> maybe if Princess Leia would have just like sang and had an animal sidekick, there would be there would be a problem. Yeah, a little. Well, the didn't the uh, poor didn't the porgs almost have it? Was it they called the uh, porgs? Yeah, the porgs. They 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 were kind. Well, if we need Princess Leia singing, I mean, we do have her singing in the in the Star Wars Christmas, the holiday special. Yeah, yeah. after mm-hmm. all, yeah, perfect. Oh well, wait a minute, she did have an animal sidekick. She had an Ewok. She did. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, Leia and she had a, and she had a walking carpet. I mean, Chewbacca kind of was, you know. I mean, whenever he, 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 you know, they they hung out too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. She didn't give him a medal, so you know <laughs> she snubbed him. That's that's sure. true. Yeah. Anyways, we have in December thirteenth coming out the Expanse, another Amazon one, and this is in its fifth season. And as you heard earlier, I'm enjoying the books, but I have not watched a series beyond season one. Uh, I did again, just don't have time. And, uh, and when I did watch it, it didn't grab me like good omens is, for example. So, but, uh, it is, a, I hear it is a good series and obviously five series means that, uh, there, there's, there's, there are some good things happening here. So, all right. So, uh, we're back. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty here where, uh, my internet seems to have dropped off, but miles is here in the flesh in the room. So yep. I did not lose him, but. Chrissy uh, is not with us, so she apologizes and says goodbye. 
Um, I was going to make some joke about her being so pissed at Disney for ruining Star Wars, she might drop and walked out the show. But that's not the truth. <laughs> but it would be accurate. It, mostly, Pro- yeah. Mo- mostly, true. So what's the next show we have on our list here? So also uh, coming on December 13th is Marvel's Runaways on Hulu. All right. And um, so are you looking forward to Is this a new show? It's it's not. It's it, it, it's either had a – I think it's had two seasons so far. Um, I, I, again, I, 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 I'm, I don't have time to watch everything. It looks like it would, it would be interesting. It looks like it would be good. But, yeah, it's not on my radar really. So not in your radar, but I want to say that I watched the first episode of this one, mm-hmm. but maybe it was gifted. I okay. think it was gifted. I had watched the first episode. Yeah. And what's the uh, last? This is we have one more, and then we have a little bit of movie news, right? That's our last uh, of the the shows. Uh, I couldn't find any information about the short treks, which I believe are debuting in the fall, but there's no information yet as far as when the, when the short treks are coming out. Right. But in, 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 in movie news, and ironically, it's Star Wars, which, which should make uh, Chrissy very happy. Or not. <laughs> uh, so, Mary Jade could be uh, making an appearance in, in a future Star, Star Wars film. Um, and Emily Blunt is rumored to be considered uh, for the part. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do you feel about this? I, I think for... People who are reading, who have read the Star Wars books since the 90s and 2000s, uh, this is good news, as long as as long as long Disney does it right. So Mara Jade has always been a part of the expanded universe of Star Wars. Yes. Uh, what they're now calling the Legends. But this is the first time that we hear, hear about her being brought into the universe of... of Live action Star Wars. What's yeah. interesting is they've said that Star Wars has said that they are leaving the legacy characters alone. And the issue with that is that Mara Jade married to Luke Skywalker. Yeah. In the legacy series. So if they bring her in, it's going to be different, maybe, unless they actually aren't going to let the legacy characters alone. The best thing about Mara Jade is she had a lightsaber whip. Oh, okay. And for fa- for fans that don't know much about her, uh, she was a uh, she was a disciple apprentice of the emperor off screen, right? But uh, she, you know, her and Luke Skywalker have a kind of a feud, a sh- short feud going on early. Short, on. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this is not the first time that Star Wars has brought back a character from the books. I mean. Right. Uh, Admiral Thrawn's been making appearances in the- it's Certainly in Admiral. Rebels and mm-hmm. Clone Wars, and so you do see him coming in. And- yeah, so that's kind of cool. Just, you know, there, there's the, the books have a rich uh, history and really create some good stories. You know, if, if, if they find to make, make it work to bring one of these uh, live action, or these, these characters from the books into a live action- Plus, she's a strong female character. I think that has its that has its going for it too. Yeah, that that I would say that has probably a lot to going for it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, very good. I think that's good. There's obviously a lot of other shows we did that that we didn't talk about that are coming out. What shows are you looking forward to this season? And uh, we would love to hear from you. You can let us know at the Seven Nine Podcast at gmail.com, or you can just message us on Facebook and let us know as well. What shows will you be watching this season? What shows will you not be watching and why? We would love to hear from you. Um, 
Well, I think that's about it, Miles. Um, uh, next week, no, uh, two weeks from now, mm-hmm. uh, Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. You're able to say it without stuttering. I'm able to say it without stuttering. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to watching it. Uh, we're doing a rewatch. We're going to talk about this short-lived series, what the pilot set up, uh, maybe what the characters have gone on to do, and how this plays into the greater Terminator mythos. Mm-hmm. And so we're excited about that. That's going to be coming out in two weeks. Can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait either. Mm-hmm. So I believe that's about it, Miles. Why don't you go ahead and wrap up the show? All right. Till next time, good night and good luck. We'll see ya. If you've enjoyed the conversation, the owners of this establishment would love to hear from you. Send your comments and feedback to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast at gmail.com or join our Facebook page at facebook.com slash sci-fi diner. This song, Photosynthesis, was created by Cool Cat, whose music can be found on YouTube. For more information on his music, please contact the Sci-Fi Diner podcast.